Robbie. Yo. Are you fired up about our new official title sponsor? I really am excited. Bro, we talking level up gutters out of Youngsville, Louisiana. Have you ever heard of them, Robbie? I haven't. Bro, I just bought a new house. No joke, no game. I called the competition. I can't get a call back. Won't give me a free estimate. Can't make time for me. I'm talking about level up gutters out of Youngsville, Louisiana. They don't care if you live in Lake Charles. They don't care if you live in New Orleans. They don't care if you live in Alexandria. They're going to give you the free estimate. They're going to give you the personal touch. They're going to make sure you get what you need to succeed because level up gutters, they're winners. And winners win. Winners win. Go like level up gutters on Facebook. The phone number you need to call if you want that free estimate is 337-257-5149. That's 337-257-5149. Don't forget, winners win when you level up. Level up gutters. This is Bama Hate Week, Daddy. Yes, sir. We got Daddy in studio. We got Jay on the phone. Jay, we got you loud and clear. Got me, man. Man, it's uh, Jay. It feels good for this week to mean something again. You agree? Yeah, it feels really. Yeah, it feels really good. Um, you know, LSU's uh, back in the, you know, to football legitimacy. So it feels good that you know LSU actually. In rankings and mean something. We we wasn't here um, last year or year before. Jay, so, I mean, uh, Daddy, did you it think feels, it, it feels uh it feels almost normal, <laughs> back to normalcy. Back to normalcy, Daddy. Did you uh did you think Brian Kelly could do it this fast? Yeah, I did. I was pumping some sunshine before the season, but I wasn't. I kind of maybe I wasn't thinking. I don't know. You know, I don't know. I got fired up, but I wasn't thinking in November top ten matchup against Bama though. Speaking, Jay, top 10, the rankings came out tonight, right? Yeah, the first college football rankings of the year came out, man. Jay, you want to go through them for us? Yeah, we can go through them. I got them pulled up. Uh, Start off, um, Tennessee's one, Ohio State's two, Georgia's three, uh, Clemson's four. Let's stop there. Hold on, let's stop there. You like like Tennessee at one? Yeah, it's hard to argue Tennessee won, you know. but my, my only, I mean, uh, Georgia over, I mean, Ohio State over Georgia, that's, I don't know. I, I don't know if I would have put them. I mean, obviously, I don't know as much as these guys do, though, but I, I wouldn't have put them because I just don't, Ohio State, to me, I haven't really played anybody. They beat up a, a Penn State team who I don't think is very good. Um, they were down, too, against them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I think, I mean, I know Georgia played uh, bad against Mizzou and they didn't look very great against Kent State, but they're, 
their blowout win over number eight Oregon is the best, better than anything uh, Ohio State has on their resume. Yeah, Daddy, Daddy, what do you what do you see about top four? What do you like? What do you don't like? What do you disagree with? Uh, I'd rather see actually Bama at four. Bama over Clemson and Michigan. Yes, because Clemson really hadn't played anybody, and Clemson. Bama's been looking. I mean, halfway decent. Even against Tennessee, they look pretty good. Look, the Clemson. This ain't the Clemson of five years ago no. by no means. Jay, you, no, no, no. You agree? Uh, no, I don't agree with Bama being number four. No, I, I think that uh, Bama. The only thing that the only so so we had Clemson four, Michigan five, Alabama six, TCU seven. So, is it the eye test? Would Bama beat TCU right now? Yes, I do. I, I think that. So I, that's the only really argument that I have. Um, is it fair to Tennessee in fairness? No. Tennessee, I mean, I'm sorry, TCU. Not Tennessee, I'm sorry, TCU. In fairness, TCU has beaten four top 25 teams. Oof. But they've been the last three games, you know, they, they've allowed 20 something points in the first half. At West Virginia, they're not a top 25 team. You know, they took Oklahoma State to uh, double overtime, and they beat number 19, Kansas, and then number 18, Oklahoma. So they're, they're not really top 25 teams now, but at the time. But as far as just ask me, Jay, do you think TCU would beat Alabama? No, I don't. So, that, that I mean, that's – that's the only argument that I would have, but it's not a very uh, valid argument because Alabama's a better team. I'm just saying as far as fairness goes, they undefeated and played four top 25 teams. But as far as just the eye test, no, they're not better. They don't have a better quarterback. And it's just, no, you know what I'm saying? I think, uh, I think Michigan deserves to be four over Clemson. And I think, I I think Michigan's going to beat Ohio state. Now you could be on to something there. Yeah, they gonna they they I, they I, they force fed them last year, ran the ball up their gut. There's nothing they could do about it, and made them like it. I think that's gonna happen again this year. And I think Clemson is. I agree with you on Clemson too. I don't think Clemson is is good now. As far as the, the top ten ran it out, uh, the rest of the top ten number eight Oregon, number nine USC, and number ten LSU. The two in the top ten, and was and do I think LSU is ranked? Maybe a little too high, maybe so. I mean, I love it that they're number 10, but I think they got it right uh, if, if it would have been number 15 uh, and put Ole Miss at number 11. So I think wherever they put LSU, no matter where they put them, LSU should have been above Ole Miss. That was my one thing. That's right. The because AP you, the you, AP bullshit, Yeah, that, that's bullshit. They played a game against each other, and LSU won by 25 fucking points. They're, yeah, if you win by almost three touchdowns, you, you're, you're better than that team that, on any given day. It don't matter. They almost um, won by four scores. Yeah, and probably could have. Yeah. Um, so I think they got that right for sure. I'm not now. People are going to argue that LSU is a little high, and which maybe they could be. Uh, but we'll see this weekend. This weekend is a big test. So that that's that's going to come into play. Um, but like I said, I do I do like that LSU's one rank above uh, Ole Miss. You know what um, I like? Uh, top ten they, and, top ten matchup in Tiger Stadium. Top. Top ten matchup at night, Tiger Stadium. That that feels like LSU versus Alabama of old. You know, late two thousand six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. You know, those years, thirteen. Those that that year that span right there from from two thousand and 
2009 and 2013, they was both like in the top 10 almost every year playing. And this game really meant something, just like t- this weekend. Whoever wins this game controls their destiny for the SEC West. Takes the driver's seat in the West, and it's in their hands. Takes the driver's seat in the West. And, and so, LSU will be favored in every game if they win this weekend. Yeah, no, yeah, no doubt. Um, but they had what, what another one that I would kind of argue with. Yeah, I mean, you can go. We can go through the whole top twenty-five. They won't. But uh, the other one I'd argue with. Why do they put Texas at twenty-four? Yeah, uh, five and three. Some terrible yeah. losses. Is it? I mean, what, yeah. What, I don't know, bro. I mean, it's got to just be name brand. I, I don't know. You know wow, what? You know what? I love what they did though. What's that, man? You know, Auburn's looking for a coach, right? Yeah. If only they could, you know, reach out to UCF and get a a proven winner coach who's got a ranked team, who's uh, who's got uh, he's got a history of beating Nick Saban a couple times. You know, why yeah, don't, I don't, know why don't he, Auburn reach don't, out to Gus Malzahn and offer him a job since he's got yeah, UCF? I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know anybody like that right now, Ralph. Isn't that crazy that Auburn just got they got rid of Malzahn? And then fired Malzahn, who was like what three and three versus Saban, or which something is like unbelievable, that? by the way. Yeah, yeah. And then fire Horson after a year and a half, and yeah. Gus Malzahn is ranked in. He's got UCF ranked. They're six and two, and uh, and just laughing and look, at and Auburn. Oh yeah, laughing at him, man. I love it. So, but yeah, I mean that's pretty much it on the college football playoff rankings. As I said, that's only kind of argument that you could have. I mean, I wouldn't have it because Alabama over TCU because I think that if they played today, Alabama would beat them by two scores, you know, easy. But only thing looking we'll at see. it just jumps off to me is I think Michigan's better than Clemson. And uh Georgia, Ohio State, you can make an argument or whatever, but I, I think if Georgia yeah, and yeah, o- yeah. if Georgia and Ohio State played right now, I think Georgia it's would be a, favored. Yeah, I mean the top three I think those are right for sure. Now what order you want to put them in, that's up to your your decision, you know. But I think the top three are the top three. I really think so. And I, uh, I just wish that Georgia. I just wish that Georgia was two, just for the sake of this weekend, one versus two. Yeah, that's what Reese Davis said too. That, uh, that'd be cool. And but you know what? Yeah. One's gonna play three. Two's gonna play five. Uh, six is gonna play ten. Eight is gonna play nine. I mean, this is all about to shake out. You know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you just throw throw scenarios out there, man. Let's just throw scenarios. Okay. Okay. Let's say let's say LSU. Uh, let's say they lose this weekend. Okay. Let's say they lose this weekend. All right. Um, Alabama wins out. Okay. Plays plays uh, Georgia in the in the SEC championship. Okay. Beat by three. They beat Georgia by three. Okay. Tennessee loses to Georgia by three this weekend. Oh man. So yeah, Tennessee. I see where you're going. One loss. Georgia one loss. Alabama SEC championship one loss, and they now lost to Tennessee. Well, they're going to put the SEC champion in. I no, think. no doubt, yeah. And but it, I guess it depends on what TCU does, what Oregon does, what Clemson and Michigan does, and like all those because another team that scenario sets up for another SEC team to sneak in. That, that's that's crazy, man. Maybe sets up for two, for three of them. You know what I'm saying? If all three of them, if if, if they lose out, they're not going to put a you know undefeated uh, Michigan. You know, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they'll put but Clemson and Michigan in. I, yeah, I'm saying if, if, if everybody loses, you know, they're gonna put a one loss SEC like that over a one loss anybody else. You know, I I get you. I get you. So, or I get you another scenario. Okay. 
let's let's say LSU, let's say everybody wins out. Everybody wins out. Uh, Clemson, Mich- Clemson, Ohio State or Michigan, whoever, okay. and TCU, all three went out. Okay. Tennessee uh, loses to Georgia this weekend. All right. LSU wins out. Okay. Plays Georgia SEC championship. LSU beats Georgia. LSU so now, LSU gets in in the number four seed. Number four seed with two losses. Yep. Versus undefeated Ohio State or Michigan, undefeated Clemson, undefeated TCU. Yep. And that would be something, huh? That would that was that's like my dream scenario to be honest. That is that would be something. And so now, like I mean, look look at realistically, we're gonna go over the game a little bit, but LSU's got a chance to win this weekend. And yeah, Jay. If they if they went out, who would you, you want to play? Tennessee or Georgia in the SEC championship? Georgia, Georgia, Daddy, Georgia. Yep. Y'all are scared to death of Tennessee, huh? Not scared to death, but man, that offense is you know it's got them twenty nineteen vibes. Uh, it's like the generic uh, LSU twenty nineteen version. Well, you awful scared of it, Jay? It feels like twenty nineteen. No, they ain't. They ain't twenty nineteen, but they they. They're pretty good, man. They are good. They got some random. And then, they got some, and 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 they just uh, you know, blew out an NFL quarterback and held him under 100 yards passing this weekend. So that's 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 a big deal. 2019 LSU 48 points a game. 22 Tennessee 49 points a game. Yeah, yeah, but the one the one discrepancy I have between those two is that LSU wouldn't have took pits to overtime. LSU LSU beat seven. Top ten teams, two out of fifteen. Games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate. I know I, I, yeah. Clover Valley. We'll call them Clover Valley 2019. Yeah, yeah, and, and I don't have. I'm not offended. Like you know, people on Twitter and stuff are offended that they're comparing this Tennessee team to 2019 um, LSU, and which is I, I, I'm not offended. I'm kind of flattered because that 2019 to me is the best team of all time. And if you compare anybody to a best team of all time, obviously you're saying that that LSU team is the best team of all time, you know. So, so that I think that's great. Yep, I agree. Yeah. Ten, Tennessee 8-0, that means they still have to win another seven games, Daddy. That's, <laughs> that feels like a lot, right? That's a lot. That's a oh, lot. Oh, yeah. And it only gets harder from here because you got Georgia. Yep. Hey, real quick, give us a pick real quick. Georgia or Tennessee. I mean, we're going to go over the games, but I want a quick pick from Daddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From Daddy, Tennessee or Georgia this weekend. Tennessee by 10. <clears throat> Jay Bird, you want, you want to wait? You want to wait or you want to give yours? <laughs> yeah, well, I'll wait. Yeah, we'll wait. We'll go over All right, there. I want to get Daddy some juice flowing. All right, get Jay, you got a Daddy update for us? No, that's what I was going to ask Daddy, man. He, he's been gone from the podcast. He's been dialed in on high school football. He, dry, he, he drug he's up. Been having, he's been having St. Louis rolling. Uh, they, they go to Sulphur Thursday night, Daddy? To Jennings. Huh? No, like, no, no, last, last Thursday. Yeah, last, last Thursday. Thursday, yep. Last Thursday, they, they went to Sulphur to play. They played their home games in Sulphur and District – Championship on the line and played Iowa. What happened, Daddy? Well, we had four turnovers, and you can't win a game with four turnovers. Yeah, but y'all still, y'all still I mean, y'all lost Yeah, we gave him a game, and we, we lost by eight. Yeah, it was still a good game, yeah. Four turnovers and only lost by eight? Yeah. Yeah, that's all. You do the math on that. Y'all got the better team, Daddy. Played I agree. Back. I agree. And I heard from a couple of different people that if if, if uh, St. Louis would have one or two of them running backs Iowa had, and it wouldn't even be close. Iowa got some dogs, Daddy? They got some two dogs. Come on. Are these guys like they going like D one or D two? No. They got they're not they're going to college? They're just two good high school players. Yeah, yeah, just good, solid high school players. They almost hey. Rob, they almost as good a running backs as Kent Fontenot was at Iowa. Almost. 
And Corey, Corey Terrio was tailback. Oh, Corey Terrio was a quarterback, baby. Fullback. Fullback? Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe full of shit. Yeah, that's right. All right, shout out, Corey. Love you, Corey. So, Daddy got a shake back, got a game this weekend. Or Friday, right? Thursday. Thursday. And after that, you're what's up with the Thursday games? Uh, sh- referee shortage. Oh, my God. That's a real thing? Yeah. Jay, you're yeah, getting yeah. a referee game. Yeah, no. Man, I, I, be, I, I tried to referee uh, middle school basketball one time uh, for a little dribblers, and I had to whistle in my mouth. And while, while they was doing it, I said, damn, that was a foul. Or, man, that was a walk. Oh, crap. I forgot to blow it. So oh. I'll be the same way with football, <laughs> <Yeah>. probably. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And then it, the worst when the parents that don't know half the shit about oh, the game than yeah. you are telling oh, you how, yeah. how you miss a call or some shit. Yeah. That's a oh, nightmare. Yeah. All right, Daddy. Uh, Jay, let's uh, we've already uh, we've already went through our rankings. Let's get into the uh, BK presser. You mind if I do that? Go ahead, man. All right. This is uh Monday morning. Brian Kelly's presser before the Bama game. Some tidbits. Alabama leads the series fifty-five to twenty fifty-five twenty-six and five. Uh, a real good stat. Brian Kelly's all-time record after a bye week nineteen and two, but it gets deeper. Brian Kelly after bye week since 2007, 15 and 3, 6 and 1 versus ranked teams. Five of those seven were games on the road, Jay. 6 and 1 versus ranked teams after a bye is pretty fucking good. That's good, man. All right. Kelly uh Kelly opened up wishing Saban a happy birthday. He was 21 on Halloween. That makes sense cuz Nick Saban's fucking Satan and his birthday's on Halloween. Uh he's <laughs> he's the antichrist. So Kelly has a huge amount of respect for Saban, called him arguably, arguably the greatest college football coach of all time. One of the reasons Kelly came to LSU is he wanted to play games like this. Kelly's reaction to jumping in the polls this week, he didn't know, and it didn't affect him, and it doesn't affect him, but obviously now they went from fifth. That was whenever we they went to 15, from 18 to 15, but now we're 10. Regarding playing Bama in the playoffs, he thought 2012 Bama team was the most physical team he's ever played. Jay, do you remember that 2012 Bama team that he played in the national championship? Yeah, they beat him what forty two to ten or something. Manti Tiao got murdered. Well, that was a good yeah, team. Well, that was, that was LSU should have beat him at home, but god damn, that was a good Bama yeah, that, team. That I know that. I tell you a lot of times that they talk about, you know, Bama Bama's best team was with Mac Jones and them. I said, No, that twenty twelve team was actually better. I think that twenty twelve team is better than the Mac Jones twenty twenty team, I believe. I agree so too. And Kelly said that's still to this day the most physical team he's ever played. So that says a lot. Uh Major Burns cleared to play. Will be a big part of the game plan. Garrett Dellinger still day to day because of his knee. You know they got to put a load under it. Being an offensive lineman. How's his hand? His hands good. Yeah, his hands good. Though it'll be on a soft cast. He said. So, but okay. it's just his knee now, and he's day to day, and they'll get it figured out. Uh, Kelly recognizes that the defense needs to have the best players on the field as much as possible, and he mentioned Jay Ojolari, Perkins, and. Uh, Michael Baskerville. I mean, that's kind of different than what he's been saying all year, right? Has he come to fruition about so, Harold Perkins? So he said, "Say it again." What you said about the linebackers? Kelly recognizes, and he and I, I listened to it. He said, "We got to have our best players on the field as much as possible." And he referred to Ojalari Perkins and Michael Baskerville. He said, "They're playmakers. All they've done is make plays all year long." Yeah, and and and. and that- yeah, I don't. I don't understand why you take Harold Perkins off the field. I know he's a freshman, but if you had to hold a gun to Kelly's head and say you have one play, one stop to make on defense, 
put your 11 best players on the field for that one play, I guarantee you number 40 is going to be out there. So the media has kind of been going at him a little bit about that. And him coming out this week on Bam Week saying that, hey, our best players need to be on the field, that was pretty – you know, you like that. Yeah. And he was was asked about recruiting the entire state of Louisiana. He said, well, not just South Louisiana. He knows they got to – we can't completely lock down Louisiana. So we go out of state in the transfer portal to fill needs. He was asked about Jaden Daniels. He said he's showing more confident in his receivers and has recognized that he can make throws before the wide receivers get open. Kelly called Saban to uh, learn about the SEC before taking the LSU job. Did you know that, Jay? No, I didn't know that. I mean, there's it probably so much stuff that we don't know about this Kelly hire, and it's probably going to come out all eventually one day. And this is one of the one of the little tidbits, you know. He, uh, what do you what do you think they were talking about, Jay? Him and him and Saban. <laughs> I don't know. You think he was flexing on him, like, yeah, I'm thinking about coming to the SEC to your old school, and you know, deep down, Saban fears LSU because he knows the job can be a monster. I I truly believe that. Yeah, yeah, and I think that he and Nick Saban's the one that showed that, you know. Yep, he's the one that uh, awoke that sleeping giant, and it's kind of been sleeping a little bit the last couple of years. But hopefully, Kelly can wake it back up, and that's good at rolling. I man. think and, Kelly, and, and and you said it at the beginning in year one, a top ten team. I wouldn't have thought it. Jay, we had thirty five fucking scholarship players. Yeah, I think it was last like thirty five to thirty nine in January. I mean, that's ridiculous. On an eighty, you're allowed you're allowed eighty five scholarships. That speaks a lot to his him and whoever he's whoever's working with him. I know a lot of people hate on Polian, but I think Polian's his right hand man, and I think that speaks to them on their talent evaluation for going and looking at other players in the transfer portal and making good you maybe, know picks in the transfer maybe, portal. Maybe uh, maybe that that tight end from uh, Notre Dame, uh, big boy, can have one more year eligibility and transfer to LSU next year. Boy, that'd be nice, huh? <laughs> <laughs> that's a big that's so he's good man he really is okay next we said kelly made a decision to recently move full contact drills up earlier in practice to heighten the players awareness i think he's expecting a physical game this weekend is what i'm taking from that yeah he uh he said the team needs to focus on the present not think about last year's lsu bama game and don't think about the arkansas game next week Kelly thinks the team understands the challenge of playing Bama and is excited about it. He said Jack Besh will practice today. That was on Monday. And John Emery is expected to practice, but Kelly wasn't 100% sure. So Emery's been a little banged up. That's why I didn't play as much last week. I didn't know that at the time. But uh, I just I just truly think they're going to ride Williams and uh, Williams and Kane. Not Kane, I'm sorry. Williams and Ar- Armani. Armani Goodwin looked uh, – he looked – Pretty healthy last week. I, I just don't think they're going to go to this game when ball security is everything and having no turnovers. You can't be St. Louis and have four turnovers and look back and say, fuck, we only lost by eight. Easy. Sorry. And, <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> Shots fired. And uh, I just don't think they're going to go to Emory, man. He has shown no signs of being able to hold on to the fucking football this year. Goodwin's running good and Williams is running good. We'll see. That's just my thought on it. That's the uh, BK uh, press conference, Bird. You want to uh, get into the Bama game? Yeah, that's good. All right, what you got on Bama? No, I just there's there's some thing you know. If I really think that if LSU shows up and plays like they did against Florida or two and a half quarters against Ole Miss, and they catch Bama not at their absolute best, which they haven't been, which we've all seen, year. we've seen that a couple times. I really think LSU has a, a real good shot of beating them, man. I think they have a, a, a just as good a shot as they've ever had. Not ever, but you know what I'm saying. In the last 10 years, 
besides two, 2019, they had a they have a real good shot. I'm not saying they're going to win the game, but they have a real good shot. But if LSU shows up like they did against Tennessee or against Auburn, and Alabama shows up like they did against Tennessee, then it might it might get ugly. To to prove your point a little bit, the last big Alabama home game we had was 2018, Joe's first year, and it was one versus three, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, no Devin White. And I remember, Jay, and we got killed that game, but I remember not being too confident about the game. And I feel more confident about this one, to be honest. And it's more to do with Bama than us, you know? Yeah, no, yeah, you're right. You're exactly right. But that year, they was, Alabama was rolling. They were smoking people down. Now, you know, they could have, should have lost to Texas. They could have, should have lost to uh, A&M, you know? So if LSU gets, if LSU plays like they did against, like I said, Florida and two and a half quarters of Ole Miss, and they catch Alabama uh, against Texas or against A and M. Rob, they might beat them by by a touchdown or ten points. Oh my if they catch god, them. that would be. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I know. I, I know. Because you know, I, I, I mean, like you've even said it on the podcast. You said it. You said Alabama is one of the most penalized teams in college football. So they're they're not they're not as dominant as they've been in the past. Yeah. Now, and if you if you hold a gun to my head and say, Jay, you get the bet. Who's going to win the game? Well, I'm not going to bet against Alabama because they have to show me before. You know what I'm saying? They have to show me that they they're consistently going to beat them before. Now, now I'm not going to sit here and say if LSU beats them, I told you, I told you. Well, yeah, I hope I hope they win and I want them to win. You know, but they still have to show me, Daddy. Um, you know what that means? What? Give me the 13 and a half points, Daddy. Whoa! Getting a lot of points right there. Thirteen. I, and a half. I think I, I I I think that's a safe bet. I really do. But like you said, in 2018, Alabama was a 19 point favorite that game. I did not know that. 19 point favorite, beat them 29 nothing. Yep, I, I did not feel good going into that game. Joe, poor Joe, he was running for his life the whole fucking game. Yeah, he was running for his life. The offensive line wasn't ready. The, our, the scheme, did, our scheme wasn't allow, good, yeah. Didn't, didn't allow him to, uh, you know, it was kind of like, uh, uh, I don't want to compare the two, but kind of like Jalen Hurts and, and Joe, same kind of scenario in the beginning of the season. They're trying to make Jalen a, a drop-back, five-step drop-back quarterback. He ain't had time. Joe ain't had time to do that, man. It, it wasn't no quick slant, five wide, like, Joe Brady come in and do. It was a more of a traditional pro style drop back five steps, make a read, two, three reads, you know. And he didn't have time for all that, man. It wasn't time for all that. Them Quentin Williams no, was putting no, no, that no. boy on his ass. No. So so three things that have to happen in this game. Okay. Harold Perkins has to be on spy coverage on, on Bryce Young. He has to be. Okay. Okay. We know he likes to wait till the last minute to throw, but as soon as you don't have spy coverage on him, he'll go pick up 10 on you so easy or 20 on you so easy. To, he has to be because Perkins has that closing speed. He can catch, he can catch Bryce. He'll outrun that fucker. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Jaden Daniels has to stay in the game. What I mean is I know he's, he's, a, he's, he's, a really, he's one of the best running quarterbacks else she's ever had, uh, hands down. But he has to be smart. I'm not saying he not hasn't been. But he just has to be smart in this game, and he has to take the necessary shot. Don't you know? Don't take a hit to get one more yard when you can kind of go down or out of bounds. He has to be smart, and I'm not saying he hasn't been, but he just has to be smart this game in particular. We cannot we cannot afford for him to go out of the game, you know. 
So like he did against Auburn or he, Mississippi State, you know. He does a good job of kind of ricocheting no, no, and missing and slipping through yeah. and not getting hit hard, but yeah. that don't mean you can't get yeah. hit hard, you know. I know, I know. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And the third thing, I don't know if it got to happen, but we're gonna find out what's happening. We're gonna see how good uh our young left tackle is this game. We're gonna find out. They're gonna have they're gonna have uh Anderson on that side? Oh, Anderson on that side, and uh, and even they switch him. We're gonna see how good both our young tackles. Are. Mr. Emery gonna get so, tested. I think they're gonna put him over on Mr. Emery's side. Yeah, so we're gonna see. Yep, the, and see, see and what's crazy about Will, Will Anderson's having a down year, and he is still second yeah. in the SEC in sacks, and he's leading the SEC in tackles for loss. So, by his standards, yeah. who everyone considers he's a top five pick, top three pick. Yeah, he's still having a great year, but everyone's saying he's having a down year. That motherfucker will come to Tiger Stadium and make you pay, is what I'm saying. Yeah, he can. But we've seen it. I've seen in the past, man. A lesser LSU team, a, a undefeated. Well, even though I've been undefeated, but an undefeated South Carolina came to Tiger Stadium with the number one overall recruit of all time, and Jadavian Clowney, and Bubba Hawk, Mr. Gerald Hawkins, uh, number sixty-five. He held his own on him all night long, man. Daddy. So for somebody that dominant of a pass rusher, can you scheme offensively to get the ball out quicker to help with that? Uh, what is that? Some things you can do to 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 help keep this guy. I mean, like, or is he going to get his? Like, what do you think about that situation? It's going to be hard to scheme around him. I can put it to you that way. Yeah, we're going to have well, to get the ball out quick, like you said. Yeah. Well, I can tell you what they did in t- 2012. They ran Jeremy Hill right at him. So that's what, you know, if you have a, a dominant pass rusher like that, you run at him to take him, you know, so he don't just pin his ears back and go after the quarterback every time. If you start running at him, then he has to he has to kind of not stay in coverage, but he can't just rush the, rush the quarterback. He, he can't just be time. ears pinned back, rushing, bull rushing. Yeah, yeah, and that's what, and that's what, that's what they did with Jeremy Hill. And Jeremy Hill uh, made him pay for that. You know, he rushed – Shoot, Jeremy ran right by him. Jeremy, one of the most underrated players in LSU history. <laughs> so, too, that's what I was about to say. Too bad we don't have Jeremy Hill. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, what do you think about 13 and a half, Jay? You feel that's safe? If you bet LSU, yeah, I think yeah. that's safe. I do. Daddy, would you bet uh, 13 think... and a half? Or you or Daddy Locke would bait, take money line? No. 13 and a half? <laughs> no. <laughs> what? <laughs> No, staying away from it. Yeah, I'm not betting this game. Yeah, I've already. I I'm would scared. say I wouldn't, but I already have a couple times. I'm already oh, scared. Yeah. I know. I know Uncle Rob. He bet me. He bet this before the season started. I parlayed. I actually parlayed Tennessee and LSU money line together. Yeah. And then I actually parlayed Tennessee and LSU points because I mean Tennessee's underdog too, man. Tennessee's like a. I mean, right. I'll, I'll look real quick. Yeah, They're yeah. like a fucking ten point underdog to Georgia. I mean, that, is that crazy? Yeah. Jay, got them, do you, got them, uh, eight eight points right now? Yeah, you I get mean, eight, eight, and a, eight, and a eight and a half fucking and points half. to get Tennessee. I mean, that's absolutely that's mind blowing to me. But whatever, the Vegas way smarter than me. Jay, I'm gonna go over tied uh, Alabama's leaders on their team. Bryce Young is leading the team in 1906 passing yards. The guy who scares me the most, Jay, Mister Jameer Gibbs, six hundred and seventy two yards. Receiving yards, this isn't a Bama of old. Jay, I guarantee you that most of the people listening to this can't name two Alabama wide receivers. You know what I mean? Like, this isn't uh, Waddle and Ruggs and Devontae Smith. No. You, you know what I mean? Amari Cooper, oh, Julio yeah. Jones. This isn't yeah. none of that. 
a dude named Ja'Cory Brooks is leading their team. Jay, he's only got 376 yards. Malik Neighbors got more than that, cuz. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. that's one of the things that stands out to me. Leading in tackles, Henry uh, Toa, Toa Toa, I guess. The, he's the linebacker that come from Tennessee. And interceptions, only mm-hmm. one interception from a guy named DeMarco Hellams. He's a DB. I never heard of him. So What about uh, Kool-Aid McKinstry? Kool-Aid playing? But they was getting pierced. By after they got pierced by Tennessee, they started letting number seven play a little more. Jay, do you happen to know who number seven on Alabama is? Yeah, I think he he, he come from California. Come from Cali. Spent a little time at LSU. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna say how Hunt Palmer said today on Hunting Hill. He said, "Look, I don't want him to get hurt. I don't care if he gets drafted tenth overall and makes eighty million dollars. You know what I want though? I want him to get burned a couple times in Tiger Stadium by by Sean this weekend though." I want him hey, to. Sean, yeah. Brian Thomas, Oak Brian Thomas mosses him, man. I hope so too. I, I don't know who else they got other than Kool Aid and him. I don't know who they're going to put, but I do like how we've been putting Kayshawn in the slot a little more and getting him going yeah. right there. Because I like yeah, Brian. Man, I like just, Brian Thomas on the outside. And I like Jarrell on the outside. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it makes more sense. You have your taller, bigger receivers on the outside and put Kayshawn on the slot, man. And Brian Kayshawn, Thomas and Jarrell have shown they ain't scared to go get it either. On the outside. No, no, no. Big, big, tall. You know, Thomas is 6'4. DeRay's almost 6'3. They, you know, both yeah. can jump and go get it. I mean, man. I know Kayshawn's made so many big me. plays on the outside that they wanted him there, but it looks like he's a better fit in the slot, anyways. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Jay, what do you think about it? When I tell you Jameer Gibbs, what do you think? I think he's just a really good all around football player, man. I mean, I just, you know, I, He's he's better than I thought. You know, we we talked about him in the podcast um, before the season started, and we said he did this at Georgia Tech, but you know we didn't know we weren't sure if he could do this against uh, Alabama at, at Alabama against SEC competition, which uh, you know he's proven that he can. Um, but I don't know I don't know how you know what I'm saying I don't know how good he uh, he has been. You know, he's averaging I, seven yards out. seven yards a carry. That's not good. No, yeah. Yeah, no, but I'm saying like I, I, like last week I think against uh against um, Mississippi State he only had 37 yards rushing. You know, I mean that's not not great. Yep. I mean I know, I know Mississippi State has a pretty good defense, but you would think it would be uh it'd be you do more than that for 37 yards. You know. Daddy, have you watched like, Jameer Gibbs play? Yeah, he's a, he's a solid player. I think he's a stud, dude. Yeah, no, I know. So I, yeah, I know. I just we'll see. You know, hopefully, hopefully LSU can slow down him too. It's one of them things, like I asked you last week, Jay, I was like, do you sell out on this or do you sell out on that? You can't do that with this team. you got to be balanced because you can't let Bryce Young, the Heisman yeah, Trophy, no, no, yeah. kill you. And then you can't let Jameer Gibbs gap you. I mean, like, it is what it is. Like, you just got to play a good, solid game. Yeah. You got to play not a perfect game, but a mistake-free. Uh, best game that you can play to beat Alabama, you know. And what's, what's, what's great about this game is that you know, we're not one-dimensional like like Met was in, in uh, 2013. You know, Met couldn't run the ball, so they would just pin their ears back and go get him. But he ain't going to be able to do that with with, uh, with Daniels. He's going he's gonna to run and gas you, gas you for yards, and then and then once you, you know, blitz him or try to, you know, try to play man up, then he, he's going to throw to one of them big receivers on the outside, hopefully, or Kayshawn in the slot. So, hopefully, man, they got two weeks to prepare for this game. I just, I, you know. I like the odds now better than Florida State after the Florida State loss after Tennessee loss, you know. 
So, Daddy, what you got? Hey, are you ready for this, Jay? What's he got? Bryce Young, 26 attempts, 137 yards rushing. Were you expecting yeah. more than that? Yeah, probably a little more, but not much because uh, he's you know he's more of a pro style quarterback. I mean, he you know he's a he's kind of like Joe. He's a a, a a pocket athletic pocket passer pretty much. I mean, he, he'll run if he has to, but he'd rather stay in the pocket and throw dimes, and that's what and that's what he's done, man. He, he, I think I think that Bryce Young is probably the best Alabama quarterback that I've seen. I was about to ask you, is he the best quarterback in the nation? In the nation, uh. You know, probably so. I mean, I said it. Uh, I don't know if I said it on the podcast, but I think the five best quarterbacks in the in the country this year are uh, are Bryce Young, uh, C.J. Stroud, uh, Hinton Hooker are your top three. Or whatever order you want to put them in, that's fine with me. Um, and then I think that uh, probably Caleb Williams be four, and then probably that one from Kentucky I really like to be number five. You know, I think so. You know, he didn't look good. He didn't look good against Tennessee, but. I think I think Will Levis is good, man. The AR fifteen should be up there. <laughs> Jay, don't you make fun of my don't you make fun of my pick going into the season? Nose ring queen. That was a big bust. I say I don't I don't be uh I never thought he was that good. I never even when he everybody's high on him. I said he can't he can't throw the ball, man. He throws at ninety miles an hour, but who 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 cares if you can throw at ninety if you can't hit the broad side of a barnyard? Jay, after that matter. after that Utah game, boy, I was all drinking that Kool Aid. You hear me? Oh, I, I was. I said, look at him, man. Hey, he's, running, he's, out, he's out running these slow white boys to the outside. He can't make a throw to save his life. Everybody wants to put him on a pedestal and compare him to Cam Newton. I said, get out of here, man. I was <laughs> I was so mad at him this weekend. He sucks so bad, dude. <laughs> he sucks. <laughs> I told you. Yeah, he sucks. He fuck, fuck him and his nose ring. Hit your button. Oh, eh. <laughs> hey, did you see that, yeah. did you see that uh, announcer talking about Billy Napier? Well, Yes, I sent it to you. On a, on oh, Twitter. yeah, that's brutal, bro. Oh, yeah, that's brutal. I'll be, here long, I'll, I'll be here longer than Billy Napier. So it, it's it's so much. It's a lot more fun in, in a, for college football for me, or, or I'm sure for you too, both of y'all. When LSU is doing better or trending in the right way, and A and M and Florida are spiraling down. That's that's awesome to me. A and M, Florida, all, both they're both one and four in the SEC. And, I think. And and, I, and somebody said Auburn too. I don't really root against Auburn as much, you know. I mean, when LSU plays them, yeah, I root against them. But I'm talking about like I don't really root against Auburn. I don't have nothing. I don't dislike Auburn that much. That's not a team but, I consider I hate. That's just an SEC opponent to me. No, no, no. Yes, that's the opponent. Yeah, like Mississippi State, um, Ole Miss, same thing, same thing. Arkansas, same thing. Yep. Yeah, they're all the same you know, to me too. Florida, Florida, and A and M. Oh no, no, no. I'm here for that. Uh, I'm here for that. Give and, me the popcorn. Let me pull my seat up and watch this. I like it. Yeah, I fuck both of them. Jay, Jay, is it is it true or false that Daddy got somebody in his family? Coach Daddy got somebody in his family that's a Bama fan. I think Daddy has lived his whole life with a Bama fan. I don't know why, but um, Daddy can explain more. You know, maybe. Daddy, yeah. who in your family is an Alabama fan? That'd be my mother. <laughs> explain explain why your mother's an Alabama fan. There really is a tie there. There is. Uh, Bear Bryant was coaching in Bama way back in the day, and Bear Bryant would come over to Sulphur because my grandfather would was coaching there at the time, and they were really, really good friends. He'd go up in his airplane and, and talk to him, and they would go eat and stuff like that. And uh, they just became friends through uh, throughout all that, and 
that's how my mom became a Bama fan. Let let the record show that if my grandpa was a quarterback at uh, Sulphur and say uh, Jimbo Fisher, you know it's it's hard to say now because we hate Jimbo so much. Let's say uh, let's say Luke Fickle was uh, always recruiting Sulphur and he was here a lot and he would come eat at the house and they would be in airplanes. I'd probably when I was a kid I would probably be a fucking Cincinnati fan to be honest. I mean that's cool, so I get it. I got another one. Go ahead. He offered my grandfather the job at Alabama three times, the offensive line coaching job. And he stayed he turned sulfur? it down Sta- all three times. Stayed in sulfur. That's a that's true. Tornado Alley mindset right Bleed, there. Bleeding that blue and gold, baby. Bleeding blue and gold. Orange and blue now, baby. So 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 you said your mom is a Alabama fan, in which people don't know me and Chaz are first cousins, and that's my aunt. And uh, so, Chaz, so how is it at your house uh, for LSU Alabama week? How is it? Oh, I mean, it, it's just a complete shit show. Um, it started actually Monday. Me and my dad are just <laughs> ragging her. Come on, what y'all saying? Oh, man, it's not good. Yeah. Hey, never forget, I don't even remember the year, but LSU upset Alabama. <laughs> and we we got at her so hard. She was in a walking boot at the time. She broke her ankle. Okay. And and she storms off, starts walking down the damn road. I'm divorcing your ass. <laughs> it gets bad in my household. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so that's why we're going to label this episode Bama Hate Week, Daddy. I like it. Jay. Rob, did you, speaking of Bama Hate Week, Rob, do you know why birds love side down over Tuscaloosa? I don't know, Jay. Tell me why. It ain't worth a shit. That's why. <laughs> oh, man. I love it. It's hey. that. They said, they said, Brian Denny Stadium, the only place in the country where you can have 100,000 people and only eight last names. Ooh, inbred city, baby. <laughs> hey, an LSU player, a fan stuck his finger in my booty. Yeah, Rob. You know when that came out, the first thing I thought? What was the first thing you thought when that came out? T- to be honest, Jay, I, I saw him that day. We were there. The first thing that I thought, if he would have been talking all that noise, somebody at our tailgate would have smoked him. Somebody would have just no swung doubt. on him from out of no hit him from behind. Hey, hey, Uncle Russell would have bear hugged that sucker and choked the life out of him. Uncle, you don't, he don't want to meet Uncle Russell in a hole. Uncle, Uncle Russ would have slipped. No, hey, uh-uh, baby. Hey. He don't want to meet the mayor on the bill in the hole. LSU fan stuck his finger in my booty. If you know, you know. Yeah. Oh, my God. Freaking MGK wannabe. Well, he was you know. he was ugly, boy. Oh my gosh, Jay, you got some some week nine scoreboard for us? Oh yeah, man. I always it's one of my favorite things. I, I like to talk about games of the past. You got to so, let me know uh, if I picked winners or not. I don't know what the fuck I said. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember. Uh, I went back and listened to some of it, but right off the gate, me and you actually picked this one. We um, well, we barely got it. Um, Florida at well, not that, but versus number one, Georgia. Uh, Georgia was a 23-point favorite. And uh, Florida uh, – Georgia beat them 42 to 20, man. So, we, we both said that. That's a lot of points. I don't remember who – I think maybe Robbie said that he would take Georgia and both said to take Georgia 45 to 10 or something like that. Yeah. Uh, we said that's a lot of points. Too many points. So, yeah, that's too many points. Like they say at the barbershop, too many yep. points. Too many points. So, jo- so jo- Georgia went up 28 to 3 at half. But then Florida scored 17 unanswered to make it 20 to 28 in the third quarter. 
with three minutes and 30 seconds left to go. But then after that, Georgia pretty much took over, and it was all she wrote. Man, so, Florida had zero points in the first quarter, two, three in the second quarter, 17 in the yeah. third, none in the fourth. All they had was that poor third <laughs> yeah. quarter. All they had was a good third quarter. Take that out of the way, it would have been bad. It would have been bad, thank God. So the next one I had was Michigan State uh, at number four, Michigan. Uh, Michigan was a 23-point favorite. And uh, so Michigan beat them 29-7. Uh, they didn't cover, but yep. – uh, so at the end of the first uh, end of the first uh, quarter, uh, Michigan State went up seven to three, but didn't score again the rest of the game. Yikes! So, so Harbaugh is actually I looked it up. He's four and four versus uh, Michigan State, and he's uh, one and two versus Tuck. Oof! And uh, and another thing about that, you know, so Michigan State they are they then lost three and five on the year, I believe. Yep. And uh, well, that's a, we say this every week. Aren't we glad that LSU didn't hire him? Huh? Thank yeah, fear Tuck. Yeah. So another thing I want to bring up, thing I'm sure you've seen it. I, I'm sure you've seen it, but uh, so I'm talking about Mel Tuck. Let's stick with him. So in November of 2021, he signed a 10 year, 95 million contract. Oh, so that's that Brian Kelly so he money. Signed a, he signed an extension, so it's not looking too good for Michigan uh, State right now. But another thing I want to mention, I'm sure you see it on Twitter because I've seen it all over uh, social media and stuff. But you've seen that player from Michigan got beat down by, like, jumped by all the Michigan State guys in the, on, in the tunnel on the yeah, way locker room. they suspended a bunch of guys, and, and, and uh, Harbaugh said that it, there's a better view that they have from an, uh, an unseen ABC camera. That's who done the game that week. And yeah. that it's so egregious that they, they can't do anything, but they have to press charges. Like it's so bad. Like he's like, y'all, nobody has Damn. this footage. We have it from an ABC camera that was in the tunnel that no one's seen. Damn. And, uh, like yeah, they I've have, seen, I've seen like, two different, I've seen two different angles and it looks pretty rough. I'm, I'm sure his footage is a lot better, but I'm saying I've seen two different angles of it. And it looks pretty rough, man. Yeah. There was one that um, looked a lot rough and horrible. They asked Harbaugh that. He said, no, no, no. We have one that no one's seen from ABC that they gave us. And, and there'll be, there's gonna be a lot of charges press. It, it's ugly, but, and that okay. just makes more for the rivalry, Michigan State, Michigan. Yeah, yeah, it does. It does. It don't matter to me when that it don't matter. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> yeah. So the next one, uh, I don't remember who it was, but I think this was somebody on the podcast's lock of the week. Um, it was number ten, Wake Forest at uh, Louisville. God damn it! Um, <laughs> what? Well, you know, you, well, you and you and fucking uh, shithead Moomaw fucked me because mine was Ole Miss. I had it all fucking week. And I wanted to make the podcast you, good, you, so I took somebody you, else. You, uh, I don't know. I'm not saying it was you, but whoever it was, was uh, he was rolling with Dave Portnoy. He said, "Roll with him." Yeah, allegedly that was me. No proof oh. though. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, they got Louisville beat them. They got curb stomped, forty-eight to twenty-one. That's crazy, man. So, so uh, started the third quarter. Wake Forest was up fourteen to thirteen, but then Wake Forest had six turnovers in the third quarter, Rob. Scored 35 on answer Louisville. They finished the game with eight turnovers, two pick sixes. So those six turnovers are tied with the most by any FBS team over the last 15 season in one quarter. And that was my lock of the week. How terrible. That was just a bad game, man. That was tough. You know, tough happens. beat, yep. So the next one I want to talk about is one of them games that I said Vegas knows something. Remember? Okay. Okay. Me, and Rob, me and Robbie said Vegas knows something. It was number nine, Oklahoma State, at number uh, 22, Kansas State, and Kansas State was a two-point favorite. 
And I said, whenever it's a it's a lower ranked team with a with the worst record, and Vegas has them favorited, pick them. So Kansas yeah. State beat them forty eight to zero. Look, if anybody's been listening to this, they know that we said you said that a bunch. That thing is actually like seven and one or something, or eight and zero oh or something crazy. Eight, eight and one, eight and one. Yeah, I knew it was something crazy. So, so this is the fifth biggest shutout versus AP top ten team in AP poll history. It's the largest since number one beat number 10 USC 51 0 in 1966. <laughs> Jesus. So, not, not, not looking too good for Oklahoma State. But yep. they still made a college football ranking, so they're still out of it all, entirely, I guess. Yep. And then the next one is uh, number seven TCU uh, at uh, West Virginia. TCU beat them 41 to 31. Uh, TCU was a seven point favorite. Um, TCU is eight and zero. It's a uh, largest uh, winning streak since 2014 to 15, and uh, where they won 16 games over that span of time uh, without losing. And uh, I was just gonna say that that Quentin Johnston, he's definitely one of the best wide receivers in college football. If you ain't got a chance to watch him, watch that uh, Quentin Johnston. I think he's and like he's a good. sophomore too. Like he's young. Yeah, he's good, man. He's a big body. That, that quarterback. He just like I watched the highlights and stuff. He just like looks like he does Eli Manning to Odell Beckham. Just like closes his eyes and just throws it up, and that dude just goes and gets it. Man, this is crazy. And I don't know. I don't know why teams are still one on one covering him. I have no idea, but that's that's on them. There's a lot of buzz around that kid now, the wide receiver that you're talking about, and and Max Duggan was mm-hmm. a he was an elite eleven kid. Like he was a highly recruited kid. Like I'm sure he was a four star yeah. kid, but. Uh, I mean, like you said, why in the hell are they single coverage in this kid who's roasted everybody all year? I don't know. He's like six foot four, six five, you know, athletic. Yeah. And, uh, and pretty fast. I was going to say, I don't know. Okay. So uh, the next one is uh, number eight, Oregon at Cal. Uh, Oregon was a 17 point favorite, and uh, they beat them 42 to 24. Okay. Um, so I just want to start off by saying, that how impressed I've been with Bo Nix this year, especially after a really bad loss to Georgia the first of the year. Man, Bo Nix is way better. And I understand it has something to do with scheme and coaching and not the level of talent that they're playing on defense in the SEC. But did you think that he would be doing this good at Oregon? No. So this game was probably one of not, – I'm not going to say his worst game, but not as good game as he had in the last four or five games. In this game, he was 27-35, 412 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions, while uh, he had 12 uh, carries, 60 yards, and three touchdowns. So he had six touchdowns this game, man. He's got 22 – pa- 20 passing touchdowns, five interceptions, and he's thrown for 2,200 yards. Yeah. So, so, yeah, so he's 72% completion, 2,221 yards, 20 touchdowns, five interceptions, and he ran the ball 60 times, 441 yards with 11 touchdowns. So he has over 2,600 yards total offense with over 30 touchdowns. Hell of a season. On the year. By Pimple Nicks. hell of a season, man. Pimple Nicks. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, that's, it's crazy. So, so the next one is uh, number 10 USC uh, at Arizona, and uh, USC beat them. There's a 14-point favorite, and they beat them uh, – 45 to 37, so they didn't cover. Um, so USC went up 31 to 16 uh, with five minutes to go left in the third quarter. And uh, going into the fourth quarter, there was uh, USC was only up 31 to 29. So I, I just I just don't think that USC is as good as everybody has them this year. Yeah, Arizona they, sucks. I mean, How they play them that close? They, they 
they lost to U- Utah, which I don't think Utah is that good either. And they should have lost to Oregon State. Yeah. They, they only beat them 17 to 14. So, so I'm with you with Clemson. I think Clemson and USC are the two worst teams they have in the top 10, really. Well, America already, uh, America has always wanted to suck off USC. And now that Lincoln Riley's there, you know how it goes, man. Yeah, I know. I know. Yep. So, so the next one was, I don't know who, who said this, but one of the guys on the podcast is his lock of the week. Um, number Moomaw. 15, old Miss. It was Moomaw. <laughs> it was Moomaw. That's yeah, right. Yeah, that's right. Number, number 15, old Miss at, uh, at A&M. And, uh, old Miss was a, a one and a half point favorite. So now, so they beat them 31 to 28. A&M has now lost four games in a row. <laughs> First time and, uh, since 2004, I think, Jay, or some shit like yeah. that. And it was – listen, it was 24 to 14 Ole Miss. Ole Miss was up with nine minutes to go in the fourth. So A&M played better than I thought against Ole Miss, but, you know, they couldn't pull it off. Ole Miss had uh, 390 yards rushing. And uh, and actually, what, what I took – the positives I took out of that game was that, that – Five-star freshman quarterback, he looked a lot better in this game than he did last game. I know we got a sample size last game, but he got his first start. He went 28 for 44, 340 yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions. Yeah, so So uh, Texas A&M, though, they're riding this as a a moral victory victory because Connor Wegman's the future. Like, fuck, that's a bunch of losers. That's fucking stupid. I mean, that's the only thing – I guess that's the only thing you can do at the time. Yeah, when you're one and four in the SEC and you're three and five (laughs) overall. Fucking losers. So – and, they, and remember, they started this uh, preseason number five. And remember, they went and bought Ole Miss's defensive coordinator, DJ Durkin, from them. And then Lane yeah. Kiffin ran the ball up DJ Durkin's ass and couldn't he couldn't do nothing to stop it. They rushed for 400 yards. 400 yards, yeah, that's pretty bad. Good man. for them. So the next one I got is, uh, is number 20, Cincinnati, uh, at unranked UCF. And uh, UCF beat them twenty-five to twenty-one. Upset city. After converting on a two-point, com- after converting a two-point conversion, Cincinnati went up uh, twenty-one eighteen with just just under three minutes to go in the, in the fourth quarter. UCF marches down the field and scores a touchdown with forty-eight seconds left on the clock. Then, uh, first play, UCF uh, forces a fumble. Uh, on Cincinnati for a loss of uh, 20 yards, and then they just had f- f- uh, three incompletions, and then, and then that was pretty much ball game. So they ended up beating them, you know. Uh, UCF actually was a one and a half point favorite for this game. And John so. Reese Pumley, I thought he was their starting quarterback. It looked they had another kid that threw for 176 yards. Yeah. I don't know if they're running dual quarterback or somebody got hurt, but a kid named Mikey Keen threw for 176 yards. John Reese Pumley only, yeah. th- only threw for 71. Um. So the next the next game I got is uh is um Notre Dame uh at number sixteen Syracuse and uh sixteen Syracuse was a two point favorite. Notre Dame beat them forty one to twenty four. And uh Notre so, Dame was was catching two points coming into that. I should have bet it, but I was a pussy because I hate Notre Dame. So you said Notre Dame was what? They were catching two points. They were two point underdog. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Syracuse was a two point favorite. That's yeah, what I'm yeah, that's my, I didn't hear you. My bad. Uh. So my question is, it's Notre Dame back, baby. No, they're not. Okay. <laughs> so listen, listen. First play of the game, right out of the gate, Trader throws a pick six. Really? Says, that was the that was yeah, first play of the game with 14 minutes and 53 seconds left in the first quarter. 
He threw a pick six. He said that was the quickest defensive touchdown this season. And uh, Schrader ended up getting knocked out of the game, uh, but he but he didn't have a great game. He went five for 14, only 35 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Well, Syracuse had to put in a true freshman, Carlos Del Rio Wilson. Okay. He, didn't, he didn't do bad, but uh, but Notre Dame was up uh, 21 to seven and a half. But Syracuse started, uh, you know, they started to score with um, 50 seconds left in the third quarter, but then Notre Dame ended up pulling away, you know. It, it was, it was, it was a long day for Syracuse fans. Yeah. So then the next one I got is uh, Mizzou. This this somebody on the podcast was supposed to was gonna pick this one as their lock of the week, but they had a, a good friend talk them out of it. Yep. Uh, Missouri at number twenty five, South Carolina. Uh, and South Carolina was a three and a half point favorite, and uh, Missouri uh, won twenty three to ten. Man, they fucking. So. How do you not show up after you just got ranked? <laughs> I don't know. How do, and they beat A and M. That's how sorry A and M is. Mizzou was up seventeen to zero with just under a minute left in the first half. It went up seventeen nothing. Jesus, man. So my, I got two left. The two big ones of the uh, weekend. Number two, Ohio State at number thirteen, Penn State. Ohio State was a sixteen point favorite. Um, Ohio State beat them forty four to thirty one. Ohio State went up ten to zero going into the second quarter. And uh, Penn State had two early turnovers with just under seven minutes left in the second quarter. Penn State uh, made it uh, 14 to 10. So it was 14 to 10. Uh, actually, Penn State went up at halftime, 14 to 10, man. So then uh, Penn State's up 21 to 16 with nine minutes left in the fourth. Ohio State only had 37 yards rushing at this point, 37 yards rushing. So uh, then Penn State fumbled on their own 30-yard line with two minutes uh, left, uh, two minutes and 46 seconds left, uh, down 37 to 24. Then they Penn State throws a pick six at uh, defensive end, number 44, JT Tumaloa or something like that. He's kidding to DJ Uga Ungole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, anyway, that, that, that guy at defensive end, he finished the game with two interceptions, two sacks, and a forced fumble. I was Man. hoping that one you was going to say that. I was getting that stat ready. I mean, that yeah, is – Yeah, one of the guys one – one of them was a pick six. Yep. Defensive end. He, he put so him now, on his shoulders, dude, and won the game. Yeah. So now Ohio State now has won six games in a row versus Penn State, and they won 10 out of the last 11. And, Jay, you know that how we just talked about Mel Tucker re-upping? They just re-upped Richard, uh, Franklin. Uh, Franklin. Yeah, I know. I know. I hey, know. did you know that that, that, that JT Tullamulawa or whatever his name is – they, yeah. I heard all week long or all during that game, they said he was the number one recruit during the COVID season. Oh, shit. They said he was the number one recruit in America and during the COVID year and that he was a late signee and that Ryan Day saved a spot for him and never stopped going to his house. And, like, like he had to recruit his ass off to get him to come to Ohio State, but looked like he deserved oh, it. Well, like it paid dividends, huh? That's right. James Franklin sucks, too. I'm glad we didn't get him either. <laughs> So the last game I want to talk about in week nine was uh, number 19, Kentucky, at number three, Tennessee. Tennessee Where? was 11-and-a-half point favorite. And uh, Tennessee won 44-to-6. Oof. So uh, in Tennessee, I just want to remember, y'all talked about them. Tennessee wore them all black uniform, which looked really good. Them too, Hello Halloween. Yeah. 
So the start of the second quarter, uh, Tennessee was uh, up only uh, seven to six. So it was a close game start of the second quarter. Then after that, <laughs> uh, they just pretty much took over. Uh, Hyatt, wide receiver number 11, he had 14 uh, – he has 14 reception uh, – 14 touchdown reception on the year, which is the most in Tennessee history. And they still got, you know, five, six, seven games left in them. So he's about to shatter that record. I mean, I know he's the most ever, but. And Will and, Levis, uh, Will Levis threw for 98 yards and zero interceptions. I mean, uh, three interceptions, zero, zero touchdowns. touchdowns. Yeah. Man. Not too good on him. Yeah, yep. not too good. So, so Tennessee is 8-0 for the first time since 1998. <laughs> So last time we talked about Tennessee beating Alabama in 2006. Since y'all enjoyed it so much, I brought this back. So in 1998, Rob, what was the top movies of the year? Man, 98. Was it like Armageddon, Titanic? Like when? what was 98? So number one was Saving Private Ryan. Saving Ryan's Privates? No, 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 no. That was different. That oh. was that was on chat. That's on Chad's phone on a on a. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Oh, Easy oh, oh, oh. <laughs> on explicit site. Okay, okay. Um, so, well, Titanic was released in December like twentieth, nineteen ninety eight. So it really didn't get. It's pretty much a ninety nine movie. You okay, know what I'm okay. So number one was Saving Private Ryan. Number two was Armageddon. Number hey, I got three one. Was some, Number three was something about Mary. Huh. Number four. Number four was a Bug's Life. Okay, I went and saw that in the movies. Number five, Waterboy. I went and saw Armageddon, Bug's Life, and Waterboy in the movies. Number six was Doctor Doolittle. Mm, overrated. And number seven was Rush Hour. Great movie. Yeah. That so, was a good year for movies. So in in two, in nineteen ninety eight, the top one hundred hits. Billboard top 100 hits. Number one was too close by next. What? How does that go? Remember that one? Uh-uh. Uh, um, <laughs> Sing it. Girl, you know you like it. Oh, you know? <laughs> can it fight it? Try yeah, to it. hide it. Try, but I can't <laughs> Hey, yeah, yeah. I got to cook, y'all. That's terrible. It don't get real close. It don't it. get real close. Hold on one second. That's You're a, making it hard for me. Can you shut it down? <laughs> that's a good one, ball. That's a good one. Okay. Number two, The Boy Is Mine, Brandy and Monica. The boy is mine. <laughs> hey, mommy, you hit you. Being to be confused. That's a good one. Daddy, you was what about seven years old this time? Daddy was listening Five to years old? Daddy was listening to Wow. That's what they call music. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> so number three, you're still the one, Shania Twain. My girl, you're still yeah. the one. Yeah. yeah. Number four, truly, madly, deeply, savage. Girl. Oh my God, Jay, can I do it? Oh yeah. Wait, is it? Is it? Oh, you wish I'd be your dream, yeah, I'd be it. your fantasy. Love you and I've been everything that you need. I'm about that to sign a, out and go home. That's a banger. I just, I just, I just remember uh, the, the guys at that English or Irish pub singing. I want to stand with you on a mountain. Yeah. I want to bathe with you in the sea. That's a banger. You hear me, coach? Number five, how do I live, Leanne Ryan? How do I live without you? I want to know. I know him, Coach. <laughs> give me that. Give me that guitar. 
No, number Banger. number seven, all my life, Casey and JoJo. All my life, baby, 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 pray for was, someone a, like you. That was a must. That was a must slow song at the uh, and at the park I when we did. Thank God that I <laughs> that I finally found you. <laughs> this one was number nine. This was number nine, and I don't know how it was number nine. It should have been number one. Nice and slow, Usher. I just wanna take it nice and slow. That is a banger too. <laughs> so that was a uh, that was my week nine college football. Oh man, that was some good one. Truly, madly, deeply. I mean, oh that was yeah, a, man. Armageddon. Nice and slow, Armageddon. Jay, let me give you a little ten second backstory. Armageddon, my mom, my sister, my mom, my uh, half sister. We all went to see Armageddon. We were loaded up in suburban. Suburban had three rows of seats, but I would always just sit in the back because mm-hmm. I thought it was cool to sit by myself. And uh, yeah. we went and watched Armageddon. I was so shook. I, I remember being in the movie theaters in Orange, Texas, getting back in the uh, backseat of the Suburban and crying like a bitch, saying, Bob, why'd Bruce Willis have to die? <laughs> I was crying. That was the first movie I ever cried to. I thought I thought Bruce Willis died on top of a fucking uh, meteor. <laughs> you thought it was real. Huh? I thought it was real, dog. That was a good year. Yeah. Good year, man. It's a good year for music and movies, man. Love it. So, uh, so now next one I was gonna be my week ten the games right. coming up. So I only got about uh, six games, man, worth watching. Let's run through them. They got so Friday, um, number twenty four Oregon State, which now they're number AP poll, and now they're number twenty three okay. college football playoff ranking. Uh, six and two, they go to Washington. Unranked Washington and Washington is a three and a half point favorite. Are you telling me to Rob, just hammer Washington? Hammer Washington. Rob, this is one of them games, man. Jay, but look at the weather. Forty nine degrees and rain though. Take Washington. I don't care. Washington. They used to that. Yeah, they are used to it. It's in Washington. Husky Stadium. Yeah. Where only Huskies Husky. survive. Not beavers. <laughs> Where the beaver gets munched on. Yeah. Oh, too skin far. that beaver. Make a Make a uh, cap out of it. All right, all right, all right. I'm a bit washed right. it. I'm gonna take it. All right, number number, the second one is on Saturday, 11 a.m. on SEC Network. You got Kentucky uh, at Mizzou, a five and three Kentucky go to a four and four Mizzou. Kentucky's only a one point one and a half point favorite right now, man. Okay. And FPI only gives Kentucky a 50.8 percent chance to win this game. They're shitting that's, on Kentucky for one point on Mizzou. I know, I know, man. Okay. Oh, man, that's, that's surprising. That's crazy. Yeah, so I don't know where to go with I that. Say, I say bounce back. Kentucky, Stoops, he's a great – he's a proven coach. Bounce back, they beat uh, Mizzou by seven. Yeah, I, I, I hope so, man. Yeah. Um, next one, 11 a.m. on ESPN. It's the, the second biggest game of the day behind LSU. What's that? Four and four, Florida at three and five A&M. Oh my God! The the who sucks the worst bowl? Yeah, who's yeah who's who's uh coaching for the job bowl game? The nose ring queen and Sunbelt oh, yeah. Billy versus the used car salesman and his son who wears too many chains. I'm picking the <laughs> freshman quarterback over AR fifteen. No, I'll never pull for A and M. I'm pulling for nose ring queen. That's how much I hate A and M now, Daddy. A and M A and M is a three and a half point favorite, man. Let's go. I'm so, taking uh, points. F- FBI gives them a 67% chance to win A&M. Games at Kyle Field, right? Games at Kyle Field. 
All right, fuck it. I'm, I'm give me Florida in the points just because I hate a And M. No reason. Don't bet yeah. on anybody. So, number uh, this at two thirty, number one versus number three. Number one Tennessee eight and zero at number three Georgia. Uh, Georgia right now is an eight and a half point favorite. FPI has them at a seventy five percent chance to win that game. Wow, weather seventy six degrees and sunny. Just bet Tennessee money line, and if you don't feel good about that, get take the eight and a half Tennessee, points. It's free money. Tennessee is a seven and one against the spread this year. There, it's a, it's a, it's church, Daddy. What you what you got, Tennessee? Yeah, by ten. Tennessee wins. Dude. Yeah, I'm. I've already bet Tennessee money line, and I got them points. Tennessee's going to win. So, Jay Bird, so give us next, yours. Man, I think Tennessee covers. I, I don't know if they win. I don't know. You know, I don't. We'll see. How make a pick. You're weekend. on a podcast. Drop your nuts and make a pick. No, as I said, I think Tennessee covers. I think Tennessee covers. I'm, I'm not. I don't think Georgia beats them by eight and a half. If they but you, so you think Georgia wins, but not by eight and a half? No, I don't. Man, I, I think Tennessee's going to beat them. I do. Okay, thank you. All Thanks right. for picking. <laughs> Jay, Jay, so, Jay, you're not going to look bad. It's okay if you miss a game. Just throw no, some picks out there. No, I'm not worried about looking bad. I'm just, yeah, I'm just saying. I think that I think Tennessee. Uh, I think Tennessee probably wins. I don't know if they win like ten, like Daddy said, but I think they win. Let's go. Um, the next one is another game, Rob. 6 p.m. on Fox Sports 1, number 24, Texas, 5-3. and three. It wasn't ranked before the playoff came out uh, tonight, but they number 24 now. They're a two-and-a-half-point favorite at number 13, Kansas State. Daddy's got a pick on this game. He's over here shaking his head. He's mad. Fuck Vegas. They're wrong here. Who, Kansas State wins? K-State. Jay, I'm going with the algorithm, dog. It's I'm I'm betting it. I'm going to parlay Texas and uh, Washington. So, all right, I'm, I'm you, I'm, all right, I'm taking Texas I'm taking Texas. A, Texas is a two and a half point favorite. I'm taking Texas, dog. So, I, I, look, you, I you showed a, me too many times. I trust you. So, the last one is a six thirty on NBC. Number five, Clemson at uh, Notre Dame. Or number four, Clemson now since college football playoff. Number four, Clemson at uh, Notre Dame. Clemson's only a four-point favorite right now, and they got FPI got uh, Clemson a sixty-five percent chance to win this game. Is it bad that I want uh, Clemson just to win, just so Notre Dame it goes five is five and four? Yeah, no, no, it's not bad. I, I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> let, them, let them only win by one. Daddy, what you got? Notre Dame in upset. Daddy, is that your lock of the week? Hold on, we got. <laughs> It's time for Daddy's Upset of the Week. What you got, Daddy? Notre Dame over Clemson. Ooh, he's got Notre Dame with his Upset of the Week, Daddy. Jay? Um, oh, I think Clemson's going to beat them. But, uh, Good. My, my, lock of the week, my lock of the week is, uh, is Texas. Ooh, Texas Whoa. minus two. They're going to cover two and a half. They're going to win by three? Yeah. I think so. Oh, I like that. I fuck with that. All right, we'll remember that for the weekend episode. So, All right. That's it, man. All right, week uh, week 10, man, football season's flying by. You know, we just got to enjoy it. We got a whole month of football. We got bowl season. So, you know, we really need to just take a step back and enjoy it. And, Jay, it, does, it doesn't get any better, dog, other than, uh, you know, top 10 matchup this weekend. It feels good again. The only thing, man, is fucking weather, dude, starting to scare me. Weather. You haven't seen anything? You haven't looked on Weather Channel? It's 99, 95% chance of rain in Baton Rouge on Saturday? 
Oh, man, don't tell me that. I swear to God, just go to the weather channel right now. I sent I'm it, not I sent going it, if that text message. I sent it on your text today. Man, that sucks. Yeah, well, we'll talk about it after the podcast. Just stay on the phone. Yeah, yeah. All right. Daddy, you got anything else? Yeah. What you got? Lock of the week, LSU over Bama. Money line. You heard that, Jay? Money line? Money line. What, Jay, what's your, what's your pick? LSU, Bama. LSU Bama a score or just winner outright score man I think maybe you know Alabama 34 LSU I'm gonna go with like 27 or something 20 20 maybe 30 31 something say that again so, Alabama 34 okay LSU, 30, 31. So, LSU and a loss. Yeah, I just, like I said, it's, it's, they have to prove it to me, man. We've been here too many times. And, and trust me, if, if, if LSU wins, I want y'all to be the first one to call me. Hey, you big dummy. And I will solely accept that. You're just, but, let you down easy, right? Just as long until they, yeah, until they show mean, it, yeah. But and but but even if LSU you know keeps it close and plays them that good, that, that's not a really a, a, a win. But it, it's <laughs> what's that? So, so yeah. All right, so Daddy's Daddy's got one more thing before we go. Tigers by fifty. <laughs> this is winners yeah, win. Yeah. So dirty, jumper wet, so I keep it clean.